he was like, y'all, y'all never shot and lost a deer? And I was like, no, you know, no. And the kid kind of told on him a little bit. And he was like, yeah, they shot this one the other day, but all we found was like some bone and blood on the ground. I'm like, oh. Oh, God. He was like, yeah, must have just been a pro player. And I'm like, yeah, we, that's my favorite, favorite <laughs> call. Like, I'm catching really? I'm catching that. And absolutely. Like, that's when I get to see the dogs work. Got you. Yeah, you, you go find dead deer. It's like, Yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, get your coffee fix at dirtyduckcoffee.com. Use code Texas Outdoors for 15% off your order at checkout. If you're looking for some pretty cool apparel, some drip, head over to foulfollower.com and use discount code BTO, as in Big Texas Outdoors, at checkout. And that'll get you 15% off your first order. Be on the lookout for some pretty cool drip coming from them, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're coming at you from the lodge at Pipkin Ranch. If you guys are looking for a venue to host any sort of event, such as a wedding or an employee outing, be sure to check them out on Facebook at the lodge at Pipkin Ranch. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Big Texas Outdoors podcast. Uh... We've been out for a little bit, Keen. We have been out. Why are, are you casting blame on me? No, I'm just... I, <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. Just... We have been out. Um, life's been crazy. It has. It has. But uh, we're back at it now, and we have a returning guest, Mr. Jeff Glindy with Redline Tracking. Howdy do. Howdy do. Howdy, howdy. So this is my first time meeting Jeff. Jeff came on here before I was a part of the podcast, so I'm probably going to ask some repeat questions that some of you guys may have heard. This is a, this is a whole new atmosphere from it, the last time we've done this. A lot yeah, of things yeah, have changed. But, uh, it it was a lot of fun the last time. You you've got quite a bit of stories. Oh yes, absolutely. Well, and that was the first episode I listened to them all, but that was the first one that I listened to. I'm like, wow, like that was it was truly interesting. Like, I remember sitting at that uh, kitchen island there and. Colton's dogs yeah. over there, you know, just ready to, she's about ready to pop <laughs> and passing gas on something. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm like, which one, which one of you is in here doing this? Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope they don't think it's me because this is terrible. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember them talking. I think y'all talked about it on the episode at yeah. some point. I think so. But, they have uh, those springs on the, uh, on the microphone. Yeah, and they just boom. boom. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, we had just gotten all that stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, that was only, like, what? second or third maybe the i think it was the fourth and the fifth fourth and the fifth yeah i knew it was like very early on yeah so it's just still trying to figure things out but uh yeah i mean we get to talking and like oh yeah man he's like i had a time where you know yada yada happened and i'm like damn yeah dude i think my episode was maybe one or two the first time that i came on did an episode might have been one or two times after him if i remember right so i think you were three and then he was four and five. Okay. And then you came on again. It was just me and you. Are you the one that got bit by the alligator? Yes. That was me. Yeah, I remember <clears> listening <throat> to that. Here. Yeah. Oh, that was here? Yeah, that was here. Yeah. I'm that was be, I'm be, in about this room. Five miles, <laughs> <laughs> about five miles back that way south. I won't be duck hunting yeah. there. No, no, there's a lot of them here. Yeah, there's there's a pile of alligators yeah. out here. We I'm so his, sick and tired of those things. Oh, yeah. His little boy came out, and we were we rode around, what, a week ago, two weeks ago, and yeah. I had to sight in a new rifle, and John's my go-to for all that because he's got all the gadgets to do it. And uh, we were throwing rocks at alligators, like, right off the ditch. Like, it's just the norm. I'm like, hey, 
grab that rock. He's like throwing it and bouncing it off the head. Dude, I got to worry like early season. Like I have to watch where we're going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you run a lot of river bottom stuff. Oh, my God. Yes. So, well, I guess let's, even at the lakes now. Yeah, you, uh, that's true. Do you get a lot of calls during archery? Yes, yes. And I, I really, I hate, I hate bow season. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I, I like to bow hunt too, but I yeah. hate it. It's just craziness. It's, it was, <clears throat> it's so hot. Yeah. yeah. So, on that, I know you carry a, a rifle and a sidearm mm -hmm. to dispatch the animal. Are you able to do that during bow season? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So, so that's that's like one of the greatest things about the state of Texas, because over in Louisiana is completely different. So you'd have to carry a bow. <clears throat> I don't even know that you can shoot. I don't think you can even discharge a firearm after legal shooting hours. Really? Yeah, that's. I, I really don't like going over there. I got you. I, they have, and what it is is like you. There's different rules in the same parish. Depending on the property that you're on, oh man, it, it it makes it so confusing. And for somebody that doesn't live there and deal with it day to day, yeah. right? Like that's the last thing I need to do. Like they don't pay me enough as it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah. To, to go over there and and you get a ticket and it's just like this. What what I just got paid to do doesn't even pay the ticket. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Well, and I guess so. Let's back up to just to elaborate, Jeff does blood tracking on deer deer only right yeah well okay. i mean if it'll bleed if Fair you can enough. hunt it i'll i'll, I'll <clears throat> my i'm not gonna mess with the hog it's just not yeah. worth the animal yeah. my, it's not worth my dogs for sure I, right I, I don't care that much about one uh that and i know a lot of guys that they'll train they'll start training young dogs by shooting pigs because you know we've got a plethora of them they're, oh, they're yeah. everywhere I, I am not yeah like I do not want mine to, for whatever reason, to take a liking to them, and now I got to worry about them trashing every time, uh, you know, we go through an area that's got a bunch of pigs. Yeah, but I get a lot of calls, <clears throat> on especially in the early part of the season. I, I can tell when hunting season starts. I can tell where where we are in the season, like where the rut is, because all my calls move from south to north as the season progresses. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> Typically, you know, like we were, you know, we were just talking about how uh, the rut starts over here mm -hmm. on on the eastern side of the state before it gets down to the southern yeah. end, you know, South Texas. But for whatever reason, they start rutting closer down here on the coast, and a lot earlier than they do. Oh yeah, uh, you know, as you get closer to the lake. So for sure. South Newton County, like Deweyville area, I get a lot of calls down there. There's a <clears throat> there's a couple of big clubs right there on the uh, Newton County Dump Road, which is a great road. It's all concrete, it's beautiful. But there's a couple of roads off of that that lead into some leases and they, they manage their deer herds pretty well. I mean, they got some big deer that come out of there, but you have never, you have never seen the amount of hogs until you get around that dump over there. Oh, they, I can only oh, imagine, man. yeah. They, they tell me like, <clears throat> one of the guys, uh, matter of fact, my brother-in-law's taking the dogs over there right now him and I think four buddies that just got bored and you just start walking through, they kill like 22 pigs. Wow. Jeez. He said, there's never been a time that they go to fill feeders or to do any kind of maintenance at their deer stand that they don't shoot or see pigs. <clears throat> That's crazy. I'm, I'm, the deer, I got a call for one today. And 
<clears throat> brought a couple of young dogs in there and uh well the hunters they had shot this deer and they were blood trailing it and as they're walking through the you know they're going real quiet he said he said he looks up and he said this son of a gun stands up and i i seen it with my own eyes he's he's almost as big as his table right here i mean he's he's a solid 280 plus pound boar and Jeez. he said he stands up and he starts popping them jaws mm. and he was like what do we do he said shoot that rascal mm. <laughs> <laughs> so he he shot it dropped it right there well the blood trail ends at the pig there is not a drop past it oh man and so i'm running some young pups they're, they're just getting started and they follow this blood trail right up to this pig and they're oh like, no here we are boss and i'm like no 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 yeah it just kind of makes it it's way too confusing for a young dog especially for something that's already been kind of tracked on top of so like this call this evening it's a friend of ours and should be a fairly basic yeah. easy in and out I've, yeah. I've got a bunch of them that will call me for stuff like that when i've got some pups i don't want to work mm. so hopefully cool. hopefully that works out <laughs> so so how many calls do you feel like you're typically running a season just on average ballpark i think um i don't know I think last year I caught close to right at 40 deer okay. total. It'll probably be about the same this year. I had uh, – this year was started for me. It was kind of slow. And, I, you know, between the drought and the heat. Mm-hmm. Right. Man, let's face it, it took me a good while before I got in the mood, you know. Yeah, like, to, yeah, to get out there yeah, and start I, chasing them. Yeah, I think like last night's the first time that I was like, hey, it's starting to feel like deer season finally, yeah. you know. It's right. starting to look at, you know. But it's it's – it was horrible. We had uh, what would normally take us just a matter of a couple of minutes. I had a track that it was gut shot. There was the no mistaking. So this is this is a deer that is going to die regardless. Uh, it was with archery equipment. So I think we, I think I gave him like seven hours. We went well after dark. You know, the dew's starting to set in. It took me two hours. It took the dogs two hours to move 640 yards. Wow. There were several loses in there, and, and uh, it's just so dry. They just can't smell. Mm-hmm. They can't, there's nothing for that scent to hold to. Right. And uh, <clears throat> I, I was not really very happy when I got in there because I'm, I'm watching the dog, and it's a big part of, you know, everybody's – we call it blood trailing, but – Nine times out of ten, there is no blood. You know, this is why you had to call me in the beginning, yeah. you know, to begin with. Right. It's a, so they'll, just they'll, a scent trail. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I'm watching on my GPS, and I, I tell the hunter, I said, I said, she's found your deer. I said, or she's located him. I said, but she hasn't found him yet. And he was like, that that makes no sense to me. <laughs> what do you mean she's found him but not located? I said, she can smell him. She's right on top of him. I said, She'd been sitting in this one spot for about 10 minutes now. I said, she's moving so slow that it's showing that she's treed. I said, but she's picking around in this one area. She's trying to she's trying to lay eyes on him. She hasn't seen him yet, but she's, she knows he's there. And um, I said, one of two things is fixing to happen. I said, she's either just going to stop moving, go treed, and she's found your deer and he's dead. Or I said, he's going to be very much alive. And we're gonna we're fixing to find out, you know, how hurt is he in fact. And so 
I heard her, she just gave me a couple of lazy one or two barks, and I said, he's alive, and he's very alive. And uh, I said, she'll do this a lot of times when they've got, when deer's got four good legs under them, she kind of has an idea of how fresh they are. This deer was still very, very fresh. Like he was, he had enough energy. He could, he could put some, some links on the dogs pretty quick. So she's very good about keeping your distance, mm -hmm. staying loose. And, uh, as we got closer, you know, she started giving a little more mouth and, uh, well, we get into an area, it's about half the size of a football field. I don't know that I've, I've yet to see anything thicker than that. You couldn't stick your hands this far in any single direction without just, they'd get hung. I mean, it was, it was just. Just yopon and tallow and. It was briars, vines, yopon. Yeah. I mean, it's thick. And, and when I got in there, I was like, you, you couldn't put both feet in that deer trail. It was so narrow. And I was yeah. like, she's kind of running all in there. And apparently we had, we had jumped him at that point and he moved. She was trying to still put eyes on him. It's so thick she couldn't see him. And, uh, he was, I could hear him moving every once in a while. I looked up and he's like seven or eight yards in front of me. And the hunter is standing right behind me. And there is nothing but air and opportunity between he and I. And I can't, I've got nowhere to go. And so I, I pulled a pistol. I shot twice. He turned and burned. And uh, I think like 140 yards, that the dogs had him shut down again. And I come, I mean, just rip roaring through that stuff because I'm, I'm, I'm tired of trying to pick away in there, you know, clean. Mm -hmm. I had stuff coming out of my hands and arms and legs for weeks and come out and he was basically just died in the road. I, I clipped him and, and he had succumbed to his injuries, but he was still trying to fight him even laying down. Like he, really? He's, man, when Jesus. they're in rut, they're full. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Full they're of it. Full of it. So we've had a couple of instances like that this year and, you know, one of them, Obviously, uh, recently got it. It's the first time in close to 100 animals that she's caught or, or found that she's, she's never been poked. And she finally got her uh, just two or three days ago. It was a, it was a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Today's what? Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. So, yeah. So, Monday they fixed her. Uh, she had a uh, – basically had a call for a uh, – it was a broke leg deer. It's pretty typical. I put her and uh, I've got one of her pups that's, he's not quite 11 months old yet. He's seen close to 30 deer at this point. Wow. <clears throat> and the majority of them that we've all found this year all been live deer. He's done great. Now, he's been poked twice in two days. And my, you know, his mama, she's never been poked. Yeah. And so I'm like, he's he's kind of got a hard head. He's got, yeah. He's yeah. got a long road ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going to be a rough life yeah. for him. <laughs> Hopefully he learns. Yeah. Uh, but this just, the dogs had this deer bayed in a bad spot and uh, it's thick, cut over, a lot of briars. And it had some deep, uh, what are they, like those thin rows that they come through there when they mm -hmm. plant all that. It was real deep. And, man, it was thick in there. And I, they just got hung up in a spot that they couldn't move very well. And he ended up getting both of them well, the when we get to a deer, the very first thing I do, you know, after he's been dispatched, the first thing I do is I rub my hands down both dogs. I'm checking everybody, make sure everybody's good. Once everybody's good, now we can high five, yeah. take pictures, and do all that. Right. And uh, I noticed the buzzard, that pup, that he got poked right in the side, just kind of a flesh wound, just a little tearing skin. And uh, so now that, you know, that'll heal just fine. He'll, he's 
no medical attention needed. Mm-hmm. And I checked Dago over, and I'd seen nothing. And uh, so we get this deer out to the road, and they were wanting to, you know, set him up and start taking some pictures. And they, you know, hey, let's get one with a dog. I said, okay. And I reached around on her side to kind of pull her around to set her up, and she yelped. And I was like, what? And I looked, and you could see a spot about the size of a silver dollar just behind that last rib mm. and i was like god dog but it never broke the skin on, on the outside and i thought she must have got pinned mm-hmm. at some point and uh basically just it punctured in like a one and a half inch hole in that stomach lining there and uh they had to cut her open they go in sew her up sew the muscle back and she's 10 12 days she's on house arrest and she's loving every minute of it really but, yeah <laughs> man, she's Getting spoiled. Oh, huh? bad. She, she's giving me a lot of trouble lately. She thinks she's earned a spot to ride in the cab of the truck. <laughs> she don't, don't want to ride in the box. I'm like, <laughs> Mama giving her the table scraps. Oh, oh and... yeah, yeah. She's, she's, uh, I've never, I've never owned a hunting dog that was like, they want, she wants the attention. She wants people petting her. Oh, like, a real diva. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> most, you know, most, if you've ever been hog hunting, a lot of those guys, those dogs, they'll have weed eater string tied to them because you can't catch them. You know? like, they, don't, <laughs> yeah. they don't want people touching them. Exactly. I'm mine. Yeah. But she's, uh, I guess there's a first for everything. So we're down for, you know, the next week now and I'm just going to be working some puppies, which I'm probably needed somebody to force my hand to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. Because no, if not, choice. I, yeah. If not, you just rely on that. And yeah. You don't put the effort in. You don't put the time in. For sure. So it's good and bad. Yeah. I'll be sending calls to people now for the next week, and I don't like doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. So I guess, so how often does a does a dog bay a deer if it's wounded? I mean, is that pretty common? I mean, yeah, so for, well, for me, you know, this, this year we've caught, I think, 30 deer so far. And I would say that, minimum 85% of the deer that we've caught this year were all live, um, if not more. I mean, it's been one of those years for whatever reason, they just not wanting to give it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had one, this was a a first for me, but I went to a deer lease and an individual called me, said, hey, you know, we've got a deer we need tracked. I said, okay, and I'd never been to this club before. It was kind of in an, in an area that I don't typically get a lot of calls. This year was different. I, I've gotten several now. And I went out there and I caught a deer for him. Uh, took about three quarters of a mile. He had a broke back leg. And uh, <clears throat> no, he, he had a broke front leg. I'm sorry. Anyway, we got him bayed. We got him shot. The very next day, the same guy calls me. He said, hey, he said, I've gave your number to one of the other guys on our lease. He had shot a deer yesterday yesterday morning i yeah i think yesterday morning and then uh we have another guy that he's well he didn't yeah he just i think it was like 33 hours we'll go with that Mm -hmm. it was 33 hours from the time that he shot it to the time that i got there to put the dogs on it he didn't he didn't know about me didn't know that this even existed i guess he got talking to the individual we called the deer for and he was like yeah man you gotta call this guy (laughs) he calls me and i'm like 33 hours, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, based off of what he told me, I felt like the deer had been gut shot. And I'm, so I'm like, well, so you, you do realize this is probably just going to be an, you know, 
my antler recovery in the yeah. deer is probably not going to be any good. Mm-hmm. Between just hot, nasty, yeah. coyotes, everything. Right. I said, luckily, we had had some rain, just light rain, and I was like, should freshen this up enough that we should be able to get him lined out. shouldn't be an issue. And I was pretty straightforward, pulled up into the middle of a road. He was like, deer came out right here, crossed here. He said, you know, I kind of stopped at that point. I said, okay. I cut the dogs loose and uh, do like I always do. I'm standing around getting my stuff out of the truck, you know, my guns and gloves and whatever I might need. And they found it. Next thing I know, they're bayed. <laughs> and I was like, I listened. I said, I can't believe this. I said, they got your deer. <clears throat> he said, it's alive. I said, yeah. I said, from the sounds of it, yeah. And so you're able to tell, they bark different when they find one dead. Yeah, mine, mine won't bark unless the deer's looking back at them. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so typically we're, we're not running through a lease just making all kind of racket. Gotcha. Uh, but <clears throat> so we hurry in there, and they're not very far in, four or 500 yards or something. And really, I just kind of expected when we got in there, I thought, said, he's, He's bound to just be laying there, just mouth breathing, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, lo and behold, he was on his feet and he was fighting the dogs. And I thought, you said, you got to be kidding me! <laughs> I said, this is uh, this is new. And so I shot the deer, put him down, and we go over there, and I'm like, he's got a two inch hole that's uh, maybe a tad low on the exit, but it is a two inch hole. I can see inside the deer. So I flip him over, and I'm like, where's the entrance? And uh, I, I thought it was a tick, but the it had been it been so long ago it scabbed over. It scabbed over. Really? Yeah. And it was a a very very small entrance hole. It was a, a two seventy, and he said he was shooting some kind of a hollow point. I, I'm I'm not really certain exactly which ammunition he was using, but it wasn't like a core lock or something that mm-hmm. I typically see. And uh, I don't know how. I still don't to 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 this day. I don't know how it missed every single. Vital, vital, or but it was pretty decent placement. Yeah, it was great. That's like, wild. Ordinarily, I would look at that shot and I'm like, "That deer is dead where he stands." And here and we it's are. It's just a freak accident. It, it, it just <laughs> it tunneled through there and didn't didn't get what it needed. That's uh, crazy. Jeez. Thirty thirty three hours. That is wild. So I guess that that was going to be another question I was going to ask you. Do you feel like you see a particular? Is there a particular caliber? that you feel like you end up having a recovered deer on? I know that's a very controversial question, yeah, but we're either. here for it. <laughs> yes. We are yeah. here for well, it. I know, I know everybody wants to hear it, yeah, too, yeah, you yeah. Know, the, the, the dreaded 6'5 Creedmoor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not complaining. Really? <laughs> it's keeping you in business. Exactly. <laughs> got you. Got you. Go. Now, I, you know, I, I don't know. I've got a couple of theories. I've seen it do, I've seen it do some just severe damage, and then I've seen it do some not so. Got and, you. And do and not do damage shooting the correct ammunition. Not like it was shooting a, a you know, like an FMJ or a target load or mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a highly popular round. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, a bigger pool of people that are using well, I mean, it. When you go to academy, what do they have? Oh, what do y'all have for bolt rifles? Oh, we've got six five Creedmoors and three oh eights. Well, three oh eights old, boring, like. Oh yeah, give me oh, the yeah. six five. It's yeah. the newest hyped it's, up. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I get it. I mean, which I know a guy in Sour Lake. He's like, that's what I hunt with. He's like, I don't have any problems with it. He don't until he does. Yeah, but <laughs> that's the thing. Yep. Like, it, if you have, if you know your rifle and you know how to shoot, I feel like 
you know, sky's the limit. Yeah, and and here we are. Everybody's first thing out of their mouth, shot placement. Yeah. I've just seen one of them. Right, right. Yeah. It, unless it just the, the bullet just kind of like. Stuff happens. Goes around. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just a, of like I said, a freak accident. Yes. Like, I, I'm telling you, I, I, I've, I've seen quite a bit. And uh, I, I really, honestly, <clears throat> one of the calls I get a lot of that you, most people would never even consider. And every hunter that I found the deer for, they're just, they're like, I can't believe I did this. I don't know how that happened. But I broke back leg. Yeah. I'm guilty. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've, I've yeah. catch several of them every mm-hmm. single year. And it's just everybody really likes a quartering away shot or, you know, broadside. If you, if I, if I had my two choices, obviously broadside, quartering away is another great one. But if they're quartered really hard, you know, your strike zone went from, you know, here to here. Yeah, it, yeah. it gets substantially. It, it doesn't smaller. take much, you know, That's right. right. wind drift, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But, we get a lot of leg shots, and what it amounts to is the deer is further than what the person thought it was. So gotcha. they're looking, they're like, "Oh yeah, he's he's right at two hundred. Mm, he's more like two sixty. Mm-hmm. And most of these calibers that people are shooting, there is a great right, deal of difference. Two hundred and three hundred, like there's a huge drop. Exactly, yep. exactly. And uh, so that's why we end up with a lot of legs. We were talking about that yesterday with. Uh, with the six R that gun right there. Well, like if at a two hundred yards zero, what was what was your trajectory? Two hundred yards, three hundred. So yeah, so a hundred yards, I'm one nine high. Two hundred, I'm zeroed. Then at three hundred, it was seven. Uh, like seven six, seven eight, almost eight inches. Yeah, drop. That's a massive difference. Yeah, you know, that's between a huge two difference. And yep. But I, you know, in <clears throat> bows. You know, that I get a lot of calls for those. That can be a lot of people don't practice. You know, they practice in their yard a lot, and they're standing flat on the ground. They're and shooting they're shooting the co- across yeah. the yard. Yeah. yeah, they're not up in a tree shooting down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, angle, you know, angle trajectory, it it yeah. all plays into it. Yeah. So let me ask you another controversial question that I feel, I feel like there's no one more <clears throat> equipped to. To answer these questions, oh, right? man, so we are just coming back. Yeah. So hot. <laughs> fixed we ba- took a little fixed blade break. versus expandable. Uh, fixed blade, hundred percent. You're you're like so. You're a proponent of fixed blade. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. If well, I have if that. I have my choice now, now I say that and then I'll say mechanical also only because. Fixed blade. I don't know how much bow hunting you do or shooting. I haven't is. in a while, but I I did <clears throat> most of I, these. I've never been. Other. Okay, so these fixed blades you have to tune. You have to tune your bow. You have to tune your arrow. Like you shoot paper, you can tell like if the if it's got a turn, like if mm-hmm. it's it's not flying straight, whatever. You actually have to spend some time. And my favorite saying: You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. They just put these broadheads on, and they're like, "All right, I'm good." Yeah. Call it a day. Yeah. Well, a pack of broadheads is not cheap, so they don't want to start shooting a broadhead into a target. Mm-hmm. So they just they sight their bow in with a field point, and then they put these broadheads on. They're like, all right, let's go hunting. Well, that is it's wrong. It's not okay. right. So, But if you've spent the time and you've tuned your bow, you've tuned your arrow, you've got a good flight path, I prefer a fixed blade over a mechanical every single day of the week. They, they fly great, but the penetration is a lot better. You have thicker blades most of the time. They're a lot stronger. The Just everything being in one piece, mm-hmm. if you will, 
it's stronger. So right, you don't have to rely on mechanics. Yes. To well, and there's there's so many things that can come into play. These people that are uh, you know these pop ups that they're hunting out of. Mm -hmm. Well, they have that camo mesh. Yeah, you can see out of it. They can't see in it, and so the first thing they think so it, and it shoot through. Yeah. They, they advertise that. People are shooting through that with a mechanical broadhead. It's opening that blade, right? Yeah, it's, and then it's yeah, just, early deployment, yeah. and it just throws everything off. Yes. Yeah. I've seen uh, seen a couple of them. I had a good friend of mine last year. I believe they they had it. <clears throat> he sent me the video, and I was like, Shh, "It looks ten ringed to me." Like, well, what's the problem? He was like, "Yeah." He said, "He said really slow it down." He took a snapshot of it and he sent it to me, and you can see the arrow going between his front feet, like it ricocheted. Really, it, it hit him. And it had an early deployment on one blade. And you can see the, the shaft come up and slap the side of him and then goes down between his feet and ricochets off. They So the, <clears throat> the hunters actually shot the deer a week later or a few days later or something. They shot him on the other side, and the bullet actually came out, I believe, in the in the entrance hole of where that arrow had hit him. Really? Had he got a, you know, a, a penetration from the arrow, it was a 10-ring, absolute hard shot. Mm. He, had a, he had a pretty good cut on his side it's just flesh it just opened him up yeah as it with that one blade right it's just there's a lot of things that can go wrong yeah right. and that's it's like uh with like shooting through brush with a rifle absolutely i saw uh saw a video it's been years ago but it was iraq veteran he had some brush that he was shooting a target through and he's like you know we're gonna test you know these quote-unquote brush guns versus a you know a bottleneck you know spitzer type projectile and there was a big difference really and so yeah so like wait, the, what's the, being more favorable the the brush gun okay so like you know your 30 30 45 70 stuff like that something that's that's not built for aerodynamics mm -hmm. it's it's slow yeah 44 yeah. magnum yeah I mean, it's like it just now, ripped you, through are it. Are you running that out of a, like a little lever action? Or? Yeah, and okay. so I've I've got a couple. I've got a couple of three fifty seven magnums, mm -hmm. forty four magnums. I got some. So you're running lever and revolver. Same so caliber. I do I do have yeah. Well, I mean, I do have a three fifty seven wheel gun that uh, bird head grip, mm -hmm. and case hardened. It's a beautiful gun. I don't like carrying it because yeah. it is kind of pretty. But I did kill a deer with this year, just so I could say I did. <laughs> yeah. I was happy with that. Well, do you have a 44 Magnum handgun? No. So, oh, man, I, it I sounds really, like you need one. I know. So I've been, I've been looking. Taurus has, uh, Taurus has, I think it's the Raging Hunter and a 44 Magnum. And I was like, mm. so I really would like to have that. But I'm going to hey, be honest. You know what? I, get your wife to listen to this. And I will tell her, <laughs> hey, Christmas is coming up. And Jeff would really love yeah, a forty-four Magnum handgun. Yeah, we're big on that. Let's don't do Christmas for each other. Yeah, I am big on that. Anyway. Yeah, it yeah. saves me money. We uh, spend. She spends enough on them kids. Yeah, God yeah. Bless. yeah. <laughs> so what? What is your sidearm? So I, typically, I, there's a lot of times I won't even carry my pistol. Okay, I carry. I carry my rifle. Yeah, just your lever gun. Yep, because man, it's it's so thick down here. Like when I get calls up around, if if technically anything north of. Uh, Say 190 mm -hmm. right there that you know runs between Newton and Jasper. Mm -hmm. It is completely different the landscape, if you will. It's especially when you get closer to the lake. Yeah, it's so much nicer. You can. Yeah. Do, I, I, I caught a deer this year and I'm in a t-shirt. 
Yeah. Honestly, that, that's a first for me. I, I go in and I'm starts to, you know, I have, oh, yeah. I had a guy ask me the other day, he's like, damn, you look like you just showed up in your Sunday best. And I was like, no, oh, this is, this is, uh, this is deer catching clothes. Yes. I was like, this is starts, you know, <laughs> let's keep the briars off of yeah. me. I, I don't care about what it looks like as long as I'm protected. Right. So is that really why it starts to keep the briars and stuff off of it? Oh, I, I love mine starts. Really? I, I can wear a pair of pants for, you know, a week if yeah. I'm not doing something. Yeah, you know, crazy. Right, but yeah. when you first get them, you can stand them up in the corner. <laughs> yeah. no, I saw I, po- I posted a picture of mine standing, standing oh, yeah, up I, in the I kitchen. Th- I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, and those suckers were they're right. Yeah, yeah, you said heavy on the start. Oh, I, so they they have light, medium, heavy, and cowboy, and mine are going to be cowboy oh, yeah. every single time. <laughs> you go in there and you're like, listen, like I want there to be so much starch in them that I cut my fingers on the creases. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm just, I was. You know, in the off season, I might put on a little, a few pounds, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting in that chair all day at work and eating like junk and whatever. Yeah. And man, you get them starts and they'll start cutting on my belly, and I'm like, all right, it's time to go on a diet. I got, I got to drop a few of these lbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but uh, I just picked up like, I don't know. I hope my wife doesn't see this, but I probably a hundred dollars worth of uh, cleaners, I guess. If, uh, oh, uh, yeah. cleaner bill. Yeah. And she had all my shirts and pants, but. <laughs> To my, in my defense, she wasn't here to wash my clothes. She's been out of town, so yep. I was, I've been I having to take you. care of myself. Surviving. So, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's it. Uh, uh, so how much, how much walking is all this? Like over a season, how much do you think you walk? I, honestly, I don't know, but I've had multiple, multiple days that I'm putting in seven-plus miles. Right, and it's not just flat ground. It's no. rugged terrain. You're going through bar patches. And... Yeah, I'm crawling, jogging, running, walking, you know, just water, mud, mm-hmm. hills, whatever. It's not uphill, like you're just walking hill. walking around a circle in your neighborhood yeah, right. type thing. Now, I have I have come up in some neighborhoods. We... Yeah, oh, yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> I, did, I did one uh, not too long ago, and I thought, oh, my God, I said, this is this is not good. This is going to be bad, you know. And, and right, you're walking through a neighborhood with a rifle, going, "Hey, have y'all seen any dogs?" So I actually, <laughs> I, I was, uh, we, individual called me, and he's got it right in his backyard. He's got like a, I don't know, it looked like a like a ten by ten building. That's his deer stand, and he's got his feeder set up, and he shot a, a nice buck. Well, at his fence line, it goes into a uh, what? What do they call it? Like a hunting, pres- not a hunting preserve, like a wildlife preserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no hunting, and uh, oh boy, I'm like, good. I, good news is, is we're not hunting. Yeah, we're we're just well, in here for the recovery, and uh, so those, those rules don't apply to you. Yeah, so. I'm hoping at this point we're just going to go in here and find this deer dead and we can drag him off the property and, and we're good. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like a wildlife preserve, like I... It was shot... It, it, now, this kinda, was shot on private property. I understand that, but it's kind of ballsy going into a wildlife preserve and discharging a firearm. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. So I was not <laughs> going to do that. I was I was like, I, I don't really know what the, the actual law is on that. Yeah. I was like, but I do know that we're not hunting yeah, you know, we're in the recovery process, but there's deer leases that touch this preserve. Okay, you know it's it's pretty big. Like at one point we're walking down the high line, and I'm like, why is there a box blind down there? I was like, is anybody in that? And he said, well, you can't shoot over that fence. 
I'm like, no, he's not supposed to. He can't. <laughs> he can, yeah. I'm, Nothing I'm thinking, is stopping yes, him. Yes. Yeah. And he was like, well, you know, on the other side of that fence, that's a hunting lease. And I was like, oh, okay, great. I was like, now it's late in the afternoon. The dogs took this deer like, uh, I think it was like a mile and a half, just shy of a mile and a half. We can't ride a four-wheeler in this place. <laughs> we can't do anything. I'm just, just hoofing like, it. Oh, I was like, we got to go, and we have to because – now they're going right up to the back of a gated community. Oh no! <laughs> they have a they have a gate guard. Not just a neighborhood. No, a gated community. a gated community <laughs> with a golf course in the middle of it. Oh no! And I was like, if we pay this deer on the 18th hole <laughs> on the greens to the dome, they are going to lynch us. Yeah, I was no like, doubt. We cannot. We cannot do this. And they they did too. Dogs pulled this dog. They run this deer right into the neighborhood. I'm like, oh my god, no! So I'm I'm calling them back. You know, I'm like, get off, come back. And I absolutely hated to do it because I got a I got a ten month old puppy that has just burnt a deer down for a mile and a half. Like he's got oh, hooked, no. stayed hooked, and I'm that's what I'm that's yeah. what I'm looking for. And now I'm telling him no, yeah, come off of it. Don't do it. Like, <laughs> so we go and. I got neighborhood dogs barking at me as I'm coming up through the woods. I'm like, ugh. And see people just moseying around in the yard. Lights start coming on. I'm like, oh, my God. So <clears throat> we go walking, and there's blood in the street. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, God. Well, lo and behold, there's a man and his wife in the yard. And they see us. And I do not look like I live in the neighborhood, <laughs> yeah. you know, at this point. Just a stranger I'm, walking around with I'm not a gun. In golf, I'm not in golf attire, <laughs> if you will. Got two dogs with tracking collars and all this. And so I was you, like, you weren't, you didn't have like a cashmere sweater and Sperry's or anything no. on. And I was like, well, we, we may as well go say hello, you know, and kind of explain ourselves. And so, you know, they walk up and I'm, I'm sweating to death at this point. <laughs> she was like, you want something to drink? I said, Psh. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so she comes back and she was like, so what do you, I said, well, I said, people will call me whenever they've lost a deer and they can't find it. And they'll use me and the dogs to, to go do that. And her husband immediately, he said, yeah, you know, like some of these deer, they have diseases. So they have, they have to get those. Because <laughs> she was... Yeah, she is uh, probably not yeah. very big on a hunt. <laughs> yeah, you took you your cue there. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, we we can't. You wouldn't ha happen to have seen a deer coming around. <laughs> well, I did. I said, uh, I said, y'all, y'all didn't happen to see a deer come running through here recently, did you? She was like, well, not not that I noticed. I said, well, you you would have noticed this one. Yeah. And uh, she was like, no, I haven't seen this. I said, okay, well, you know what? Thank you for the drink and uh, yeah. and your time. I said, but we're gonna be. We're going to be getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and he did. He had a broke leg, but he was a young deer, and he would not honor the dogs. He he would not bay. He just booking it. And I, I was like this. I swear, if we get on this golf course, I was like, this is we're going to make the news. I was like, <laughs> and not in a good way. Yeah. <sighs> so you had to pull them off. You yeah, we, I pulled them off. Gotcha. I was like, this is just, this is one of those days we just, it's a loss. Yeah. That's risk with hunting in a. Yeah. In, the, in the neighborhoods. Right. Been and there. there said, hold on, I know a shortcut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. And she told me the amount of deer that they, she was like, oh, yeah, I seen 14 this morning just right there. You know, I'm like. Oh. You didn't see one running by just a minute ago, <laughs> though. Huh? Like my leg flopping, did <laughs> like, This, sometimes, you know, it's it's not all, uh, you know, like when you watch a hunting show, it's, it's 
you don't see the tongues hanging out, yeah. blood. You know, they they take the time to clean it up, make yep. it up, make everything uh, presentable. Exactly. Yep. My job is not always that way. I had a, we had one was a, for a young man. This is his first year ever. Young young kid. They called me and <clears throat> I didn't. I guess I should have asked a, little, a few more questions uh, than I did. And I thought I thought we were going after a gut shot deer. And I thought because they jumped him. And I was like, okay. And we walk up, and I was like, is that is that a piece of bone? And he was like, yeah. I said, no. <laughs> so he's got a broke leg. I said, okay. I said, well, this is going to be fun. And they had a little boy, had his his little sister, or older sister, I think, had the wife, uh, had another friend of theirs. Both y- Y'all get ready for a show. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, granted, both uh, the the dad and his buddy there, and maybe the wife too, I think, they work with uh, the K-9 division for uh, uh, one of the police departments, I believe, or, or drug task force or yeah. something. That, so they, they, they know dogs yeah. and work and dog work, bite work and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're going, and I hear the dogs. I said, there he is. I said, he's alive. I said, okay, so we just, you know, I got a rule. Everybody stays behind me. Be quiet. You move and I move type thing. Mm-hmm. We get in there, and I can <clears> – it's a, it's a young deer. It's a spike. <clears throat> And I can hear him in there and just, yeah. and I was like, oh, they, they got him stretched out. <laughs> oh, no. And they're like, what is that? And I was like, yeah, just just stay, you know, stay right here. <laughs> Let me go check it out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Please. <laughs> not something you want, you know. Yeah, not, yeah. His first, first yeah. You know, his first right. experience. Yeah. You don't want to, sh- like, hey, y'all check this out. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. 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 My first deer was a similar experience. It didn't. I didn't have to track it, but I spined it with a thirty thirty, and she folded. But it was the same deal, flopping and <laughs> my stepdad's like, uh, "You just turn around. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out there." You know, <laughs> and you're like, "What? What?" I'm like, "Cool. Is that good?" <laughs> Man, we we've had some uh, we've had some pretty memorable ones this year. I won't I won't mention areas or names or anything. I had one for uh, another kid. <clears throat> And I knew that I knew that this deer was either uh, gut or like a, a leg and gut, if you will. I knew I knew he was in a bind, and uh, it was it was gonna be pretty hot. So I wanted to get on him best we could. And you know, we start trailing this deer. We go we go by boat, and uh, we start trailing. And I'm like, so we're fixing to get on this animal pretty quick. And next thing I know, I hear him giving mouth. I'm like, all right, they got him. And she's she's staying in one spot pretty good, and I'm like, um, we've got him. Well, we start in that direction, and I'm like, something's off. Like I couldn't tell what, but I come out of the woods. She's in the water, and she is riding on this deer's back. Oh my god! He's he's just <laughs> swimming his ass off, you know, swimming away, and and she's just right in his ear, just yonk 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 yonk. <laughs> And there's a man over there just minding his business, trying to fish in his boat. <laughs> and I'm like, I said, oh my. He said, do you want me to shoot that for you? I said, please. I said, but let me, you know, let me get the dog back first. Yeah. I said, don't let it sink. It was a whole, it was a whole ordeal there. He he dispatched a deer for me, had it hung by the horns on the side of his, you know, probably ninety thousand dollar bass boat. <laughs> And at least he had a yeah, gun. Trolls it right up to the bank for me, and I'm like, "Boy, has this kid got a story for the rest of her <laughs> life?" You know, I was like, "And this guy, you know, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I said, I wonder if he knew that he was going to kill 
probably one of the bigger deer yeah. uh, he's ever killed on public land. It's a good deer. Uh, whenever he launched his boat to go bass fishing that morning, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I said, and what was bad was whenever it was all said and done, he was like, hey, did y'all shoot that deer about 7.30 this morning? They were like, yeah. He said, yeah, I was in here. I was in here in the same cut, you know, when I, when I heard y'all shoot this morning. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so he was there for both. He was there for all of it. Pretty like, much. I want to hear, I would like to hear that guy's perspective. Yeah, when like, he's just, oh, just, sweetie, how was fishing today? Like, well, I saw a dog on the back of a deer <laughs> swimming across a body of but water. But no, like when it, when everything just went chaotic, right? When he's just in his peaceful cove and then you see a splash <laughs> and here comes a deer with a dog on it. Oh, yeah. Know? I was like, I said, man. And what's, you know, my my biggest fear is there's a lot of people that still don't you know know about deer trailing and yeah. how it works. So my biggest fear is you know, a lot of people they hate dogs, especially in East Texas. Yeah. And I'm like, do not shoot my dog. That's right. You know, yeah. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. And so when I seen an individual and they have a gun, and there's my dog with a deer. I'm like, this this has the potential to be bad. Yeah. That's why I hate that part about. It. East Texas. Yeah. It's getting better. It's becoming more known, if you will, but there's still the thought is always in the back of my mind. Right. I I much prefer to go at night. Yeah. Just I don't have to worry about running into another hunter, you know, things of that nature. But I do like to go during the daytime so I can see better. Yeah. Right. You know, I I I think I do better at night only because I feel like I can get right on top of them mm-hmm. without being seen, mm-hmm. if you will, with the lights and stuff. Uh, I had one that we caught this year is giant, giant of a deer, and uh, we 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 put some heat on him for a good while, and he finally got to an area and he just big, and old, and full of testosterone. He just he said, "Let's just fight this one out," you know, and I slipped right in on top of him, and. Uh, I started plugging holes. As soon as I seen how big he was, I was like, oh, my goodness. I said, you ain't getting away from me. And I don't care if they look like Swiss cheese when I'm done. Yeah, you're doing your job. I'm plugging holes until they're done. Yeah. And I I shot three times. And I got down there, and I'm I'm counting bullet holes. I'm like, one, two, three. One, two, three. All right, guys, duck season is here. If you're coming through winning after a duck hunt, make sure you stop by Moots Barbecue Get you a sliced beef sandwich or whatever they have to offer. There's a ton of things on the menu. And while you're there, make sure you walk over to the freezer and get some of that alligator sausage from Alligator Sausage Co. If you guys are looking for some pretty cool apparel, head over to foulfollower.com. Use discount code BTO for 15% off your first order. While you're there, be sure to check out the Big Texas Outdoors Foul Follower shirt, which features our blue wing teal driving a Marshmaster with a spoonbill holding a rifle with a strap full of alligators. Where is, where is the fourth bullet? <laughs> Did, I'm like, I missed. I had to have missed. <laughs> but oh, my I, God. I found, I ended up finding it, and it was the most marginal, you know, it was a leg shot. It was. I don't know that it actually broke the leg. And uh, that was a deer that would ordinarily is just one that we just don't find. Yeah. We don't catch. But He was just pissed off enough to turn around and fight him. Has a gunshot wound to the leg. Yes. So so do you see that more in older, I guess older deer, like when they hit that peak, they're more apt in the yes. rut to turn around and fight them? And... Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a big difference between more mature bucks versus young bucks, and especially mature bucks during the rut. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just, they'll say, the hell with this. Let's fight. I'm not going nowhere. This is, you know, he's probably got a doe around there somewhere. He don't yeah. want to leave. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, this deer, 
it was kind of funny the way it worked out was, you know, he's uh, if the deer stand is, you know, in the center here, he's got a north lane and a south shooting lane. And uh, when he called me, I'd actually, I'd came over here, uh, I'd found a deer in, in Galveston, Galveston County, or was it Chambers County, I mm -hmm. think. In, mm -hmm. And I was heading back and they called me and I had another one in between. And um, he said, man, he said, he said, I've been hunting a long time, so I've killed, you know, a hundred deer better. He said, I know a deer when a deer's hit. He said, I know what it looks like. I know what it sounds like. And he said, I hit this animal. He said, but there is nothing here to suggest that I did. He said, all I've got is about a 40-yard span of where this deer was standing. He said, and he's a big deer. That's all he would say. And I was like, okay. I said, well, you know, there's, there's one person here that doesn't know how to lie. I said, and that's that dog. Yeah. I said, she's going to tell me real quick if, if you did or didn't. And I typically, I don't like taking these, uh, you know, will you come check to see if I miss this deer type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But especially during the peak of deer season when I'm, I have multiple other people that I know they hit this animal, I can go help them. Yeah. But I said, yeah, you know, sounds like, you know, this deer's worth trying. Let's let's definitely go see. And uh, before we got to that 40-yard uh, section there where, where he would have been standing, uh, my main dog is her name, Dago. She, she peeled off to the left there. And she went in and she sat down on a spot. And it wasn't very far in, maybe 50 yards. And I thought, hmm, odd, but nothing out of the ordinary, you know. She comes back out, and I tell my brother-in-law, I said, you see that? He said, yeah. I said, just quietly just go check that real quick. I didn't tell the hunters, nothing, you know. And uh, we get down to that 40-yard stretch, and I see her, boom. I said, I said, you hit this animal? I said, I don't know how good it is. I said, but you hit him. And she can, if, if you've hunted with her long enough, the, the body language completely changes. I'm like, yep. She went in and she made a big U-turn. She came in and the next thing I know, she's giving mouth, jump, run, here we go. Well, what, what had happened on the way in, she winded that deer. Oh, and it, it was that he was sitting right. He, he wasn't fifty yards sitting off of that shooting really? line. Really? And my brother-in-law and the dog—they're probably standing within. They're standing right on top of him. I mean, they're within ten yards of this animal, and he's alive, like very much alive. He never moved. He sat right there and watched them. Dago knows, you know, she's been doing this enough. She knows it's wrong. She just winded it. We're supposed to cut a track. And so she came right off of it. And when she got in behind him, when she trailed to him, and then she knew exactly what she had. Yeah. And uh, I said, I can't believe it. He just sat right there and just watched. That's crazy. As long as they feel like they're hidden, they won't move. And that's a lot of big old deer will live a long time yeah. just for that very reason. And we, we put some heat on him, and he made a huge, just 180 basically, and we, if we started out 200 yards in on the north shooting lane, we were 400 yards down on the south shooting lane, and he just didn't want to leave his home. He got to that point, and he's like, all right, you know, obviously they're not giving up, so let's get it on. Yeah. That was that. It was, it was over with. Well, so that brings me to another question. That old saying, like a deer always makes a like a U-turn or horseshoe or like always runs back to his home, is that kind of hold true? or? No, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that is. Uh, there's a – 
There's a bunch of people I, I hear the term, oh, he mule kicked. He's dead. There's so many wives' tales. Like, one thing I do notice, as long as the deer has not been pushed by coyotes, hogs, another hunter, whatever, I can typically, like, if if I'm trailing a deer that stopped bleeding and and they will kind of establish a pattern, if you will. And it's not much of a, you know, you don't really think a lot of it in the beginning, but if it's, if I'll notice like, if they're just kind of going to a slow turn to the right, they will continue that a lot of times. Really? And I can start looking at the terrain, whatever we got coming, and I'm like, okay, he's trying to find his place to go bed down, or he's just going about his day. But if all of a sudden, you know, we've been on this slow arc to the right, and then the dog makes a hard left, and then she starts, she'll hunt what I call, she'll hunt big. And when she makes a lose, she'll make like 140-yard loops trying to recut that track. And I know, I'm like, oh, we're in a bind. It's either he's just not hurt very bad and she just can't smell him anymore or he's gone. You know, he's just in the wind, basically. Yeah. Well, I've I've had to do it before in the past. And I'm, like, we started kind of trailing. It wasn't a big deal there, but... I, I think what it was, I was staying too close to her and kind of pushed her in a direction unknowingly. And you just you can go for a certain amount of time. I'm like, this is this is wrong. Bring her back and get going back into that same, you know, at the top of that turn there. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, boom, she cuts the track, and then we find him. We'll get him jumped. And, and what it is is just most a lot of times just a marginal hit, and mm-hmm. she's starting to lose him. But once you get them in, you know, get them up on their feet and get them bleeding again if they were clotting up or something, you just kind of give them a little pulse check, if you will. Yeah. So if a deer's not bleeding real good, uh, let me ask you this. Is it true, like I've heard rumors that like there's, like that a deer's hoof will like secrete some sort of scent or something when they're hit or when they're running or... Yeah, yeah. So they 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 do have that interdigital hoof gland. Okay. And it does, you know, this kind of helps identify the deer it's like a fingerprint if you will okay. it's but i don't think it's just that hoof gland i know a lot of people they focus solely on that and it is a, that is a great thing it does you can trail deer that way but deer to me they're like people they all have their own individual scent if you will mm-hmm. blood doesn't i don't know some people say it does some people say it doesn't actually have a scent but it will have a scent after it's come off of that deer's hide it's rolling gotcha. picking up the skin particles and stuff but deer just they're kind of like people and i'll watch that dog and i can tell just by watching her just because i can no matter what i can they'll ask me do you want to start at the shot site do you want me to take me take you to last blood i'm always telling them take me to last blood i want the first thing i want to do i want to get past where everybody's been stomping around mm-hmm. and not to mention if you just trail that deer 600 yards, 800 yards, I don't want to go bust all that brush if I don't have to. To find the same <laughs> right. starting point. Like, let's yeah. get this over. You know where this ended. Yeah. yeah. So no matter what, nine times out of ten, I'll drop her on the ground. She'll backtrack. And they're like, well, she's going the wrong way. I said, yeah, I know. So just give her a minute. And she'll come back and she'll have a nose full of him. She's like, all right. Basically like, all right, I got him now. And she. That's crazy. See, that's what, out and, in my mind, when you're sitting here telling these stories, I'm thinking, well, I mean, they've got to be running the same deer trails as other deer, right? And so I'm thinking, well, how does one not split off and bug out over a deer that's not wounded, right? Yeah, yeah. and and we, we've bumped some, you know, some mm-hmm. what I call dry deer, and she's pretty good about it now, especially she's, you know, she might give mouth just one one yep, 
And then she'll, I've seen 25 yards, 50 yards, and she's like, oh, that's wrong deer, you know. If she jumps the right one, there is no coming back. She gone. Yeah, she's leaving the country on it. And <laughs> if she if she gives mouth and then doesn't go anywhere, I can guarantee you is just a dry deer. Yes. But she she's pretty good about it. I'm, I tell you, you don't realize how bad you miss them until they're gone. And so when you don't have that crutch, because I could follow, she could, if she'll want to trail for three miles and I don't find anything, I don't care. I do not care. Yeah. I, 100% I trust that animal. She's, I mean, just, she's locked in. Yeah. I don't care what I'm not seeing. I don't even look. People are like, you want me to show you the blood over here? And most of the time I'm just like, nah, I don't. I don't really care. At this yeah. point, I'm here already, you know, dogs on the ground. It's going to be what it's going to be, and she's going to tell me what it's going to be. Yeah. And most of the time I don't even get, you know, I'm just walking. I'm, I'm not even paying attention anymore. Mm-hmm. Now there's, if I start to feel like, okay, we might be in trouble now, I'll start paying attention a little more. But yeah. she tells me everything I need to know. When you don't have that and you go back to running pups. Oh yeah. <laughs> now I'm back down to, I'm on my hands and knees looking, you know, yeah. I'm like, give me a sign. Please tell me, you know, is this, is he right? You know? Yeah. It's, God, I hate having to think about having to start over. Luckily, I, you know, she's just down for a few days or whatever. But, yeah. But I guess the objective would be to run like her son with her and eventually he. So I don't, you know, there's a, there's a whole, people have their own theories on how to do it. I like to do it for a short while. It gives them an idea of, okay. Right. Get, grasp the concept. And yeah. Then... Here's the concept of it. But at the end of the day, the only way, the only surefire way to make one is you have to put them boots on the ground by themselves. They have to learn to think. Because what ends up happening is if you run one with, with a, an older dog for too long. That, that's their crutch. That exactly. Just like I got one myself. Yeah. That's his crutch. And they don't, they never learn to think on gotcha. their own. Gotcha. They they just become a follower, mm-hmm. and so I was pretty proud. You know, I watched him. He was even though it was only like a couple hundred, two hundred fifty yards. The deer only bled a couple of drops. Seventeen hours old. This is a this is a puppy. Yeah, I, I still call them. They're two years old. I'm still calling them pups. Yeah, you know. But I'm watching him, and he works very similar to his mom. He's nose to the ground. And then he's checking. He's already sent checking limbs. Anything that deer touched when he went through there, they're checking it. And I'm watching him. He's already starting to figure it out. And I'm like, that's that's awesome. That's he, good he's, stuff. He's got some snaps. So. Oh yeah. And he absolutely he hates deer. I think he, him getting poked the other day just made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I have to actually, you gotta watch your hands. Like you're dragging that deer out. Like he's he's wanting to. He's throwing an extra 50-something pounds. You know, he's trying to pull him the other direction. Yeah. But he, he wants to get up there, and he'll start trying to bite at their yeah. ear. I'm like, that's my hand. You know, <laughs> my brother-in-law, he's, he's a little nervous around one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what kind of dogs are you running? So you... They're, they're they're hound cur crosses. They're okay. nothing real. Gotcha. No breed specific, if you will. Gotcha. And I had a litter of puppies. Uh, they were born, uh, this same one here, they were born New Year's Eve. And I'm down, I've got one, two, three that were working. And the one that I kept for me, it's, I mean, obviously I kept him for a reason, but he's he's my favorite so far. Uh, it's just weird. You watch them all and some of them just don't have it. Yeah. You know, and that's the, I would much rather raise an entire litter so that I can kind of pick through and weed out the ones that I do and don't want. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you go buy a pup, 
unless you've been sitting there with that, you know, say it's your but your best friend, you over there with them all the time. You can watch them, but if not, you just luck of the draw. Right? Yeah, yeah, just kind of yeah. yeah is what it is. And then I've been through. I've had two really you know great dogs, and in between those two. I bet there's been 15 or 20 come through there. People, yeah. And people all, you know, my buddies, they'd make mess with me. They're like, why do you always have so many dogs? It's like, you never know when, when one's going to be hurting down, and then yeah. I'm just done. And yeah. Like right now. I'm like, but if you can have two good ones at the same time, man, you, you've done something. You put some leg work in. Yeah. I, I just, I would love a, a true hound. I mm -hmm. just, I love to hear a race. I love to hear them open up and all that, but I just can't get away with that down here. We don't have the land. Yeah. You know, you got to have something that's got a little better handle for the most so, part. So, I guess, what do you mean true hound? Like, what would that be? I'm kind of oh, ignorant to that. You can run a, like a straight up uh, walker dog. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Versus a, mm -hmm. a cur hound mix. Gotcha. Know. Okay. I, uh, Wish I could. I love that sound. Yeah, yeah. I had a. I used to work for a guy that had some coon dogs, and they were all Walker hounds. And I've got two. Uh, I've got two right now. There's some crosses, if you will. They're coming back from Virginia right now. My wife's got them loaded up in the car with her. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Which hey, she went on vacation in North Carolina, and I was like, hey, while you're there, while you're there, I need you to uh, pick something up for me. <laughs> She's like. She didn't ask me any questions anymore. Hey, that, that's all that matters. <laughs> My kids, man. bless their heart, you know, if, if they see a dog's been missing for, you know, like a week, like, they don't even ask anymore. Like, Where does Sancho go? You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not here no more. Yeah, it didn't work no, out. Didn't work out. I didn't like him. Yeah. Um, so one one other thing that I'm, I've been thinking about. So you mentioned, but I guess before we started recording about having to watch out for alligators and different things like that. Yes. So what about what about snakes and stuff? Like I mean, God, dog. I quit looking for them. Really? I hate snakes. I hate snakes yeah. too. And every yeah, time I've there. ever walked through, like running, when the guy that I was talking about with the coon dogs, we'd we'd always end up like the ones that went in when nobody else wanted to go get the dogs. That's mm -hmm. the ones we ended up on through you know, Yopon thickets, and I'm thinking the whole time, crawling on my hands and knees trying to get through there, like timber rattler, you know, rat, uh, whatever it may be, copperhead, water moccasin. Yep. Man, I got bit I got bit down here in Devers. Really? Uh, yeah, so that's been three or four years ago, and I had snake boots on, thank God. And uh, I stepped on him. I never seen that joker. I seen him, there was two of them walking down a little trail, and I seen, as I had my old dog back then, I'm, Watching him, he's not very far up ahead of me. We just, I knew we were weren't gonna find this deer at this point. But I was gonna put forth, you know, some some effort. And I watched him. He just doing little springs in his leg. He never checked up. He just kept going. <laughs> I I never paid any mind. You know, I'm just walking. And all of a sudden, I, I caught movement right there, real fast. You know, and I was like, oh, stop. I looked, and at the same time I was looking at him, I felt something under my foot. And when I looked down, he drilled me. Boom. I think I shot twice before my feet ever hit the ground again. <laughs> the guy I'm trailing the deer for, he's got to be my like a little Britney Spaniel or something with him, and he's free. He's like, "What is that? What is going on?" And I'm, boom, boom, boom. I'm just plugging away. Oh my god! What was it? It was a copperhead. Oh my god! And I was like, "That that would have been a bad day." So you're wearing snake boots the whole time. Now. Yeah, well, most of the time. Most of the time. And it's so hot. I get I tired of wearing. It. And my my favorite pair. So I. My chips, my Chippewas, I mm -hmm. loved them. My original pair, 
absolute, I don't know how many miles I've put on those. They've been great, but they are beat up. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, so I bought a new pair. I guess COVID and whatever, they, they're they not manufactured in the yeah. States anymore. Yeah. They shut down some of their factories. Mm -hmm. They were horrible. Really? Absolutely horrible. I sold them. I was like, I, I can't even get my feet in them. I bought another pair. They're just not the same. Uh, the pair that I like the most are ugly as sin, but really? I don't care. Yeah. That's <laughs> probably what I'm going to wind up with. That and, you know, lacrosse makes them now. They're waterproof. I bet, more. I bet those suckers are hot. Yeah. So I tried some on here the other day. They had them over at, uh, you ever go over in Nichols over in uh, De Quincey? Somebody told me about it, but no, I've never oh, been there. Man. They have, when it comes to like duck hunting, mm -hmm. guns, uh, duck hunting clothing, any, any, really hunting in general, they have stuff there that nobody around, you know, our area carries. Anyway, they got a whole pile of lacrosse stuff in there. How are they? They're not, they're relatively expensive and they're pretty light, but they are stiff. You know, I was just kind of worried. I was like, snake proof, rubber boot. Yeah. Doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. But I, was, I don't know what it's reinforced with, but it, it's definitely a lot stiff. Hmm. A lot stiffer than you would imagine. So I'm, yeah. I may try a pair of those, but I got you. Most times just leather boots, starch blue jeans, and I just don't look for them. Yeah. I just keep moving. So, I mean, do you, I guess, worst case scenario too, do you have anything? like a plan for the dogs, you know, if a dog stepped on one. I, I always worry about that out here. So the only ones that I'm really worried about are timber rattlers. Yeah. You know, mine, they've been bit water moccasins, mm -hmm. copperheads, you know. That's, most most dogs survive those. But the bad thing is I don't think people realize, like, and I'll drop, like Sour Lake in particular, I don't, I've never really hunted, you know, further north from that. I hadn't hunted the lakes a lot, but Sour Lake, I don't know what they did. A long time ago, apparently they populated them. Timber rattlers. They are, they're like we'd see two or three a year. Yeah, you know. So we, uh, you know, in Newton, they, I think last year, I think we probably killed more rattlesnakes in one deer in one season, one year than we did probably the last fifteen years on that club. Oh, and no. I mean, some big one. They killed a big one up there this year. Yeah, we 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 killed one that was he stretched all the way across Four Wheeler Trail. I mean, it's a very big, very big snake. And uh, we had another instance. We were building a fire. Guy picked up a tree limb, loaded it in the back of my truck, and it was about it was about this cold outside, you know, in the 50s. Loaded it in the back of my truck. We went to where we were going. It was kind of by a barn with a bunch of lights. He took that tree limb out of the truck and was doing this, and as he was doing that, there was a there was a timber rattler about, you know, a foot and a half long that was in that bunch of sticks that mm -hmm. he had his hand next to him. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, no. Yeah, no. About, uh, so I, we had an issue with an alligator this year. I, I thought I was going to lose my, my pup. So we got called to go trail a deer that uh, was, I was pretty certain was gut shot with a bow. Young man's first buck with a bow. And I said, oh, yeah, it's no problem. So we we pull up, and you could see the deer feeder from their camp. Like, mm -hmm. you could shoot deer off the porch. And so we, we start, and the dogs take down, and they get down close to the water. And, and on my handheld, see, I – I, you buy these map cards. They're preloaded, and it's just like what, looking at Google Earth, if mm -hmm. you will. You know, satellite imagery, or or actually the, uh, yeah, I guess satellite imagery. Well, it's not live, so I'm looking at it, and the dogs went down to the lake, and they got treed. They stayed, and I sat there and I watched and watched and watched. And I was thinking, 
So he's in water. So he's probably dead out there. So we start making our way down there. Well, we, you know, we've been in this drought. Well, where the dogs were actually at used to be water, but now it's just a mud flat. And they're in there about belly deep in mud. Oh, they were just trying to get them a drink of water. And right out, probably 30, 40 yards in front of them, there's about a 10-foot lizard. Oh, He's sitting there looking at him, and my man, was he was fixing to have a snack. Well, I came out, and he seen me, I guess, and he blew up. So I said, no, 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 no. Yeah. And he never would leave. Like he he popped right back up and he stayed right there watching. Yeah. So I went and put I went and put my young dog up, and I took Dago back out there. And I it was it's so hot and dry. Like just having a hard time smelling. It's windy that day. Just never wanted to seem to to line him out. And I said I had a real good idea where that deer was at. I said he's gonna be right out on this point. There's some tall grass in there from where the water used to be. The water line. I said, he's going to be bedded in there. I said, I guarantee you, he ain't really have anywhere else to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I told the kid, I said, I said, look, let's just, uh, his dad was at work when they called me. I said, we're going to take down the edge of this this bank here, if you will, and um, I'm going to push her through. And we started, I kept between the water and her and keep an eye on that alligator. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of them out there. And... Uh, I was watching and I seen her. I was just like, bam. It's like a light switch came on. I said, there he is. He said, where, where is he? I said, you're fixing to see him. And she went through that grass and next thing you know, he blew out of there. Bloosh. Right in the damn lake. Oh no. And I was like, mm. So I, you know, I took a couple of pictures of video of him real quick and I watched where he, he sank. Right out on the edge of the grass line. I'm like, ah, oh, it. I asked that kid, I said, do you have a boat? And he's like, yeah, I'll be right back. Like, this is like five, 600 yards back to their camp. <laughs> In less than five minutes' time, this kid has ran all the way back up to their camp, hooked up a boat to the four-wheeler, and back down to me. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Sounds like you've got your intern right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm like, my gosh. This kid was Hey, cute. man, can you run the camera? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grab me a beer while you're up there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, he backs it in there, and he gets out there, and he's like, all right, you watch for the alligator. And I was like, I don't like this idea at all. <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah. I said, I'm going to tell you right now. I said, if you hear me shoot, I said, it is a warning shot. I said, get out of that water. We're not doing this. And I really didn't. I honestly didn't think it was that deep right there. And this kid is, you know, you're talking about a 15-year-old kid that he's no no short stack or anything. Yeah. And, He's like, I can't touch right here. He said, Are you sure it's right here? And I said, I said, I'm pretty certain. I said, Don't go, don't go down there no more. I called uh, two guys that are some fishing guides up there on the lake. I found a deer for one of them last year, and I found a deer for one of them's daughter this year. I called him up. I said, Hey, I said, y'all out here fishing? He said, Yeah. He said, That's what we do. He said, We're checking some holes. He said, We got some clients coming in next week. I said, Okay. I said, Have you got your live scope on the boat? He said, You know it. I said, good. I said, I need you over here to come find a deer. He said, yeah, that that don't make a lot of sense. <laughs> I said, well, it, it should. Yeah. I said, you remember yours? It was in it was in the water. And he said, oh, he said it sank. I said, yeah. I said, I said if you don't mind, I told him about where I was at. And he said, hey, he's, man, we're just right around the corner, so I'll be right there. I said, okay, good. And uh, I could, they were pulling up, and that kid, he had dove down. And you could tell the moment he touched something down there. Oh, he was like, yeah. ooh, he come up. <laughs> yeah. He was like, ha, I found it. I, 
I'm pretty sure I found it. I found it. I found it. <laughs> and he was he was in that hydrilla grass. He oh, come yeah. up, yeah, you know, just a head full of grass. Oh, nasty. He hey he sw- one arm swam that thing back up to the bank. I was like, make sure your boat's tied <laughs> off. Don't let it go over there. I'm looking for this alligator still. Yeah, he was he was pumped. That's wild, man. Oh yeah. That is wild. And see, I guess the last question that I want to ask pertaining to that too, so does a deer typically go to water when he's gut shot? So I, I do see it quite a bit. Gotcha. Uh, and typically what happens is so I see it more during archery season than I do during rifle season because, well, yeah. Because but of the heat, you think? It's One, it's the heat. Mm-hmm. Two, it's when it's that hot, you, you can't run – you can't run the dogs like you can during the winter time. Yeah. You'll, you'll burn them up. So if you shoot a deer early in the morning and you got shooting with a bow, I like eight hours mm-hmm. minimum. I really like 12. It takes a long time. Like I found them this year already, like 13, 14 hours, and they're still alive. And uh, it takes a long time. If you get on them too soon, they'll outrun the dogs, and then the dogs, if it's too hot outside – you burn one of them up. It's just, it's just yeah. not worth it. If you don't bump the animal, if he's got shot with a bow, he'll be inside of 400 yards mm-hmm. bedded up and save yourself a lot of dragging. Yeah. Well, if it's one of those situations where there is there is water nearby, you you never know when they're actually going to die, or, you know, like how long it's going to be. I can't pinpoint it. And right before they do, when they're septic, they're getting they're, – basically their insides are on fire. Mm-hmm. They're sick. They're – Fever and everything else, naturally, you can go to the water, try to yeah. cool off. Gotcha. Uh, I had one this year who was not gut shot. Um, still mind blowing how he managed to get this far, but it, it looked like you had a one gallon jug and just for 300 yards, you just poured a one gallon jug of blood. And I thought, this is the most amount of blood I've ever seen on the ground <laughs> and not found a deer at the end of it. I was like, we're in a clear cut. I'm looking around. I'm like, where is this deer? Like, he's got it. He's right here. This, there's no sense that I even have to be here. The dog starts trailing and never checked up. And I'm like, there's no way this is correct. Well, she went over two, it's like right at almost two and a half miles. Wow. This was a Friday night. The next, you know, or technically, I guess it's Saturday morning because it's 2.30 in the morning. She went two and a half miles, and she stopped at a lake. Well, the problem was the lake was on. It is some of his family's land. It's private land. But the problem was there's a deer stand over there, and he was like, I don't want to call him at 2.30 in the morning. He said, I don't want to go over there and, you know, mess up his opening morning or rifle season hunt, mm-hmm. you know, by us tromping around. He said, I'll just go over there after he gets out of the stand in the morning, and I'll go check. And I said, okay. So I gave him a picture of, you know, the the GPS I said, if you can't find it, just call me. I'll come back down here and we'll we'll get him picked up. And uh, he sent me a text message. Hey, man, I found that deer. He sent me a picture of it. I was like, awesome. He said, yeah, I had to swim. He said he was out in that lake. And I said, okay. He said, the water's cold, you know. So Mm -hmm. I said, well, I said, where'd you hit him at? He said, man, he said, I'm too embarrassed to say. He said, I don't know how it happened. And he he thought he'd seen the impact and, you know, just behind the shoulder. And based off of what I seen on the ground, I would have said he was probably correct. He had shot that deer through both back hams, and it and it cut his sack off. Really? Ooh. 
I've got a picture of it. <clears throat> how he went two and a half miles, I will never know. So how did he, he was out in the middle of the lake? I guess he bloated yeah. up and floating. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, there may be like a little island out I there or something. Something. It was easier for him to swim, obviously, or we wouldn't have done it. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's I, wild. That was a new Jeez. one for me. <laughs> yeah, I've never never seen that. It's a hell of a way to go out, <laughs> man. Did you see the one we found there? And I think it was uh, it's like North Vider, Evadale, one sixty and an eighth. Jeez. He said the one. What did he? So I saw Mike Humphrey post a picture of one. It just said Orange County that had to have been one hundred and sixty inch deer. Oh, I, some, I think I did see that one, but not, not the same not one. Not the same one. Because this dude was had bases like that. Yeah, that's when I when I text you about the Newton County stuff, man. Newton County right now is ridiculous. That deer right there looks like he came from South Texas. What the fuck? Jesus, <laughs> God, that's a hammer. Dude, I'm, what? So he? What was funny was he he sent me a picture, a still shot from a trail camera, and you could see the. You can see the arrow on the impact, and then he and, and actually got it on video, the the shot. Well, I don't know if you ever looked at some like Tacticam reveals and stuff mm -hmm. like that eh, on your cell phone. They're a little blurry, and he was like, "Man, this is a big deer." He said, "He's he's gonna push 160," and I look at this video, and to me, I'm like, "Very nice deer, not 160 inches," but regardless, I don't care. Yeah, just, just find your deer. We had to we had to wait all day because he told me that the deer was broadside. I could tell right away in the video that I was like, "Are you sure?" I was like, "It sure looks like it's quartering," and uh, he's like, "No, no, he was he was broadside," and sometimes it's just hard to tell, mm -hmm. right? And anyhow, it it did go in a little high maybe a little further back than you would normally like to more top of the liver if you will and it came out low in the just in front of the flank on the side right there where the brown and the white mm -hmm. gut shot basically you know liver and gut and yeah the hole just plugged off didn't bleed but the roads were covered in powder this thick like i mean you can't smell that especially during the daytime we yeah. shot in the morning i said so we'll have to go in there tonight I said if you really want to find it i said trust me I said, you bring somebody else out there today during the day. I said, they ain't going to find it. I said, and I'm still going to, you know, require you to be get paid the same. I said, so. Yeah. You know? yeah. But we went in there that, that, that evening, and it took it took a long while. I was actually beginning to wonder. I was like, mm, I haven't seen anything. Kind of iffy. It was kind of iffy, and we crossed a road, and we had all driven down that main road. Everybody had all day. And like I say, the powder's is deep. I'm like, this doesn't seem right. It doesn't feel right. There's nothing about it. Anyway, we get across there. She went treed. And I was like, we were standing on the road. I said, y'all just hang out right here. So I want to go check something out. I went in there and he was wadded up. And I could smell him before I could see him. And uh, I could see him when I got down, you know, he was wadded up in there. And I could just see horns all thoughts. Yeah, it's a nice deer. I called him. I said, hey, I said, do you want to find this deer? And he said, well, yeah. I said, well, good. I said, come get him. I said, he's in here. And he said, seriously? I said, yeah. I said, y'all get the dragon. I said, I'll like the weight. They're bringing him out, and I'm looking at him like, it's a big deer. Still, you know, thinking nice. 
I didn't realize just how big he was until we get him out on the road and I turn around and put my lights on him and he's holding him up and I was like, <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I can see the cars on the highway going by. I'm yeah. Like, Are you kidding me? God. Right. But this year has just been ridiculous for Antlers. It has been nuts. Especially Newton, Newton County. Newton, yeah, I've, like, I've seen a lot of Newton County pictures and it's, it's, it's gotten serious. Like I never in a million, I was really considering looking at South or West or something like that. But like after seeing all these pictures, of I know East that's Texas. not every year. Oh yeah. You know, I hunted in, I did hunt in Jasper around the lakes when I was a kid, but I don't have much memory of it. But there's always that one mm-hmm. or two every year that you get, get, get killed. It's 140, 150 inch deer. Um, but like seeing the shit this year, I'm like, it's 150. It's like been an average, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, my uh, Humphrey Humphrey's taxidermy. That's where, I mean, dude, you ain't gonna be able to find a lease in Newton County after that, oh, you know? And they're gonna charge and oh, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it's just another Newton County buck. It's 163 inches, and yeah, they're you know, they're getting uh they're getting some attention. My buddy's aunt killed one that was 160 something. Has symmetrical kickers off the back of his gt yeah so big I, wide was that up uh that was jasper county yeah yeah, yeah. i seen that deer yeah i don't oh my phone's up here i'll show you yeah that but is yeah, a, it is a freaking hammer yeah. it looks like a high fence south texas buck she's yeah. a older lady standing kind of in front of it but it's the back of his horns gnarly deer but mm-hmm. you want to close it up i mean i know we could sit here and literally keep rambling on i want to <laughs> oh, save I it i want to do I another one i want to yeah. get you through the rest of deer season all right and like yeah, yeah. and then, i want you to come back like then let's hear the i could the literally of it I need to I need to prepare with some more questions too, but I want to deep dive into some more things too. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, we we had we got some interesting ones we've been on this year. Dude, that... And I'm so glad you told the story of the bass boat because you <laughs> sent me that video and I wanted to ask, but I'm like, eh, I don't want to like incriminate nobody, <laughs> no. you know? No, no, yeah, yeah. That guy, he he got a surprise that day. Well, you know, it's he's like... been telling that story oh. every oh, single yeah. day. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like, that want... doesn't happen all the time. Oh, oh man. Well, Jeff, thank you for coming out. Oh, coming absolutely. on. Uh, where can people find you? Facebook. That's I don't. I don't. Way. I've got an Instagram. I hardly. I don't really use it a lot. Facebook is the easiest place. I post it on there. We're on several of the East Texas hunting pages, if you will. And it's Redline Tracking. Redline Tracking. Okay. All right. You don't Good have like deal. a bat phone. I figure you might have a, a nine one one. My wife, she hates this phone. <laughs> During deer season, I feel like you almost need that flip oh, yeah. phone, Dude, like with a. Burner phone. There's so many random numbers in my phone right now, like in my call log history. Like, I this is the most I will ever answer spam calls. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like they'll get me this time of year because I just answer. I got a call from a guy in Ohio. He called me and I seen it show up as Ohio. He's like, "You uh, you have some beer trailing dogs?" I said, "I darn sure do." I said, "But I don't know that we'll get to you anytime <laughs> yeah, soon." You know? no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Golly, I, how many people do you have saved in your phone that are like, uh, ass shot spike? <laughs> you know, like. I mean, I, I so well, I'll tell you what I have to start doing because, like, I don't want to put all these random people that I probably will never speak to again mm-hmm. and nothing against them. It's yeah. just, it's just the, yeah, the nature, nature of the, of the business. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, but the problem is, is I will get so many phone calls throughout the day, I'm like, I'll lose track of who is who. And so you'll call me, we'll have a conversation about what we got and what we're going to do, and i say, okay, here's what I want you to do next. Send me a text message, put your name, a brief description of what you got, drop me a pin location on where to meet you, and then I will get back, I will tell you, you know, an ETA when, when I'm on my way. Yeah. And I'll have three or four of those in there 
easily, and then there'll be more random numbers calling. But I'm constantly going down the road, phones ringing, and I'm I'm not real good at texting and driving. So yeah, I'm just like just give me a text message, please, yeah. that I can look at. But the Facebook Messenger, I hate that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, for a business page, you know, from you know, it's separate. I don't always hear it or see it. I've had a few of them this year already. I'm like, so oh, great. There's a guy that messaged me three days ago, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, didn't see it. Yeah. Mm. But, well, the guy you don't want to meet, <laughs> but the guy you need to know if you need him. Absolutely. Uh, Jeff, thank you for coming on, uh, man. Thank it was you a pleasure all. meeting you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Have a good time. All right, guys, that is going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, no clap. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be sure and like and follow us on our socials. Like and follow Redline Tracking on Facebook. Thank you. Uh, find us wherever you get your podcasts. We're on everything but only fans. Rate and review the show. Until next time, guys. Look oh, at that. Man, oh, Jeff just shirt. broke out the forgot, forgot, big God, take I got the shirt. I, I want to know where y'all got the shirts because I'm fixing to order some. Oh, we'll get oh, you some. Oh, man. Yeah, we'll get you hooked up with them. All right, guys. Uh, Jeff has our shirt. You should, too. Get on it. Until next time, y'all be safe. Happy hunting.